Wednesday afternoon on the muster with Andy Mueller heading up to Balfour uh, to Netherdale Farm, David Stevens, who farms there. And David, good afternoon. Were you one of Jamie's regular correspondents at the very start of the farming today back in 94? Uh, good afternoon, Andy. Uh, yes. Um, I don't know whether it was 94 or 95. I don't know if we were there right at the very start, but not far away um, back in those days, yes. <laughs> Quite a bit's changed over the farming landscape, it's fair to say, since then, hasn't it? Ah, uh, yes, yes. No, <laughs> yeah, it has in, in many ways. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's got more complicated, put it that way, and there's a hell of a lot more bookwork and paperwork. So, uh, no, it's uh, completely changed. We'll talk about the farm firstly, though, of course, in Netherdale with the stud there with the deer. How's things been? No, good. Um, you know, obviously, um, the snow... Uh, back last week wasn't so good for growing velvet, but um, no, nah, it's good. It's uh, we're cutting a few heads now. We're just uh, sort of starting to get into the main, the mainstream of it, and um, yeah, and they're coming off reasonably well. Um, those early ones are never that heavy, so once we move into the um, doing quite a few, obviously we'll get an idea of just where those weights are, and uh, they're all selected, or some of them are selected to go to sale in January, so. We're sort of working towards that at the moment. We've catalogued, or we'll be starting to work on the catalogue in November and um, working through that. And so, uh, yep, other than that, the hinds will start uh, calving in the next week or so, uh, the mixed-age ones. The um, maidens are a wee bit later. They're usually about a month later, so they'll be getting closer to de- December before they start calving. So, um, but no, we've got a bit of grass around. We're just uh, looking at taking some baleage off probably next week. Uh, so we've got a bit shut up at the moment and um, just working through that. So that's pretty much uh, what's going on on farm at the moment, Andy. How's grass growth looking? Soil temperatures aren't too bad at the moment, but same old story. We haven't had the big yellow. We've had these winds to contend with as well. It has been an absolute burden. Yes, yeah. No, we're um, we're pretty right here. I mean, we're a bit under stock now. Uh, we did get rid of quite a few animals because uh, we were concerned we are going to lose a lease. So... Um, we've we've moved some off the property, uh, sold them. Uh, so, but no, we're we're in a pretty good position here. We'll be doing quite a lot of um, baggage and um, a bit of silage next week, probably. So, um, uh, things are looking uh, pretty pretty good that way. I suppose keeping in the back of the mind that uh, we may dry out a bit later on. So, if we can get a cut off now and then get another one uh, prior to dry, uh, drying out, um, that would be ideal. But um, hopefully. If we do dry out, it doesn't happen until after uh, Christmas or in the new year. I suppose from your perspective, David, the hard work towards the sale, it all starts now, doesn't it? It does. I mean, it's interesting because every year after the sale, you sort of move into the mode for the next sale and looking after those uh, young sire stags and velvetas uh, through to the next sale. So uh, this year, obviously, we don't have those two-year-olds going to sale. They've been sold out, so... Uh, we've just got the size going uh, to sale this year, so um, it's uh, yeah, it's a, a little less, uh, I wouldn't say stress, uh, probably a little less work, but uh, the stress is always there. I mean, you are sort of in retail, really, I suppose, in the farming sector, and um, yeah, that all changes next year after the sale, so um, there'll be the big wind-up sale on the, uh, on the 10th of January, so it'll be interesting just to see how we go and every year you sort of try and, and improve on what you've had the previous year so there's a wee bit of stress at this time of year just wondering what uh, how things are going to turn out. Is it a little bit bittersweet coming up towards your last sale? 
Uh, yes, yeah, it is a bit. Um, we're going to retain a few hinds and just carry on through uh, uh, taking, um, oh, mate, obviously mating them and uh, to good size and just selling off the young uh, animals, the young stock. So uh, that'll keep this, uh, or keep me involved in that part of it. But uh, we're probably only looking at 100 hinds uh, to what we've had in the past. So um, no, it's. Um, I think the retail side. You don't realise. Um, just how much stress is actually involved in, in uh, having a sale. Um, it's one of those things that you don't have to do. It's what you want to do. So, uh, But it's there is a reasonable amount of stress in doing it every year and just hoping to improve on your um, what you provide or what you what you present uh, every year from uh, the previous year. So um, I won't miss that bit so much. I'll actually miss the people probably at sale time because... Over the years, you know, we've had up to sort of 350 people at the sale from all over the country. Um, not so much now. The industry's a bit smaller than what it used to be, and we're probably looking at anything up around the 200. So what'll turn, who will turn up on sale day this year might be a wee bit different. I think there's a few coming back that are out of the industry now but uh, want to come back and sort of have a last hurrah with us. So, um, yeah, I'm not quite sure how many will turn up. It sounds like it'll be an occasion like of Hoff and Jeff Four and the likes of your previous workers, where it is, they're all turning up for a bit of a hurrah. <laughs> yes, yeah, it could be a long day, couldn't it? <laughs> it's all part of the fun, though. Uh, we talked to you last time, David, about what was happening, the situation regarding the election, and you pulled no punches regarding what you thought needed to happen for New Zealand looking forward. It's fair to say, hopefully, sooner than later, we will have a right-wing government leading New Zealand. Uh, yes, Andy. I mean, that was a good result. Um, well, it was pretty... They couldn't have... Well, I don't have too many problems with Winston other than the fact that I suppose I don't trust him at times. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, it's um, certainly, certainly it had a change. I mean, honestly, what this country was going through was just absolutely... I mean, it was sad, actually, to be fair. I mean, we had a situation where the, this, gov- this previous government actually... Um, pretty much um, ended up with, well, we ended up with race issues, um, which we've never had before to that extent. Um, we've ended up with what I've, I think they've created an envy in society for those that have and those that don't, um, taken away um, probably for people, um, an opp- uh, well, really an opportunity to succeed. You've seen, if you succeed, you're actually... Um, and dare I say it, and you might have to blurt this bit out, but a rich prick if you're successful. So, you know, that is something that people strive in society to actually achieve, and um, they've taken that away as well. So hopefully that'll all return and we have the ability to actually um, get on with life. And when it comes to farming, um, honestly, I mean, I, I probably thought that they got to the stage where they actually hated farmers. And uh, with what they were trying to put us through, so um, and uh, I, probably a lot of others out there thought the same. So, no, to have um, what could be around about ten farmers in, in government um, and a bit of common sense back into the system is uh, what we need. So, um, no, I just, uh, I mean, I just shake my head. I've never seen in the 50 years that I've been uh, voting um, a government like it, and. Uh, when you look at people like Parker and uh, and uh, or Mahuta's one, which I had a drink on that one on the on on uh, election night to see her go, um, and um, O'Connor, who has probably been the weakest 
um, agriculture minister we've ever had. Um, he just towed the party line, and honestly, it was an embarrassment. So, um, no, I think that uh, we can't go, it can't get any worse, put it that way, but no, I think we're going to uh, move on, and hopefully things will slow down. And what thing um, to do with some of the things that uh, the farmers are expected to do? I think the thing that <coughs> concerns me a wee bit is some of the regional councils need to just take a break um, and not carry on pushing what has been pushed on to us in the past. They need to stop and uh, wait and see what this regime is actually going to come up with before they actually push, uh, continue to push what has been uh, forced upon us. So I think um, with all of that, Andy, I think we can only go um, forward and uh, with a better, better understanding in the government uh, as a farming sector, really, yeah. No need to beep any of that out, David, shooting from the hip. Always yeah. speaking sense, and we always appreciate your time on the muster. Oh, no, that's great. Thanks for the opportunity, Andy. Thank you. David Stevens, farming at Balfour. Beautiful part of the country. I might be a bit biased when I say that, mind you. Chris Dillon, he's farming near Balfour as well, a place called Ardlassa, but he is also president of Federated Farmers here in the south. Talking about meetings in the environment south that have gone on in the last couple of weeks, given the change of government.